I get my peaches out in Georgia. I get my weed out in California. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. This is Manny. And this is Sean. And together we form the The Moz Podcast. Welcome on back today. It's Friday, March 3rd. Mm. Happy March to everybody. Happy March. Happy March birthdays. All of you out there. Happy, happy birthday to you. And you. And you. And you and you and you. (laughs) But welcome back. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. We hope you'll continue listening. We have another 26 episodes you can catch up on. (laughs) And if you are a return guest, we appreciate your loyalty. Um, and continued listening and support. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, I did that last podcast. <laughs> so how have you been, Mr. Sean? One of these days I'm going to slip <laughs> and say your last name. I've been good. I feel like I always say that. You do, and then there's like, but. A caveat to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the past couple of weeks, I've been dealing with some mental health things, and I had a session with my therapist today to clarify some things and give me some guidance. So that's where I'm at. I won't say good. That's where I'm at. <laughs> How about you? You're surviving. I am. Um, I am doing all righty. I had a session with my therapist. I've been since September. Wow. I know. I was able to function <laughs> all that time without a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to have therapy and talk. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just sitting here and I'm just talking. And they're just like, every once in a while saying something. I'm like, what am I paying for? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, therapy has been amazing. I love my therapist. We were able to work it out for those of y'all following my journey here. <laughs> um, I was able to get in contact. And he is going to keep me as his patient. Are we patients? Yes. Sure. Client, patient. Clients, customers, guests. <laughs> the insane asylum (laughs) (laughs) all those things but yeah it's been good it's it was nice to have that clarity and guidance that only they can provide even though it's like see you did know what was right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so welcome back to another episode of the pod march is known for what mr for saint patrick's day correct (laughs) And here in Tampa, we paint the river green. Mm. I don't remember when it happens, though. But do you? Is it this weekend or next weekend? I think it's next weekend. Uh-huh. They paint the. We just copied Chicago, and you know now we paint our um, river green too, just I like Chicago. Like most cities do it nowadays. I told you I want to go, only because I just want to see it once and then be done with it. Yeah, but you also don't want to be down there with all those people. That is factual. Oh. So I guess I'll never go. <laughs> or just, you know, talk to Mr. Savvy here and uh, he may get me through it. People can't see that. That's okay. I don't want people to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but March is also known for Women's History Month. Mm. Did you know that? I didn't. (laughs) All right. Well, you're enlightened. Um, March is Women's History Month. And today, I have decided to focus on a certain LGBTQ leader. That's a woman. Yes. Um, (laughs) I got these from GLAAD, which is... um, I forgot what GLAAD stands for. Gay, lesbian, and... No, Gay Lesbian Alliance, Alliance something. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Right, because I'm like, I don't, I, even if you said it right, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I 
Um, but that's where I got it. The link will be in our description. And today we're talking about Janet Mock. Did I say that right? Yes. Um, so Ma, uh, Janet is a transgender rights advocate, writer, and media producer. Um, she worked for People Magazine, um, where she was the first to come out as a transgender. Um, she had an autobiography in 2012, and that's where she began her entry into becoming an advocate and speaking out on her experience in transitioning as a teen in Hawaii. Um, she was also writer, uh, or at least one of the writers of the critically acclaimed show Pose on FX. Okay. Um, Janet is the first openly transgender woman of color to write a television episode and secure a major studio deal. Snaps. Snaps. As we celebrate Women's History Month here. All right. I got the acronym for you. Thank you. Please. (laughs) Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Thank you. I would not have... I mean, I know GLAD, but I never knew what the letters stand for. I've talked about GLAD a few episodes ago, <laughs> the GLAD Awards. So, yeah. But snaps there to Janet. You know, if you've been around here on our pod for a while, uh, we always acknowledge the diversity in our communities when we acknowledge um, a specific month, like Women's History, Black History. So, snaps to Janet. So, yes, shall we? Let's do it. We're going to go into the The issue on the the table. table. (laughs) So what are we talking about this week? A nightmare fantastic. Okay. Yeah. We went to Disney World. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of water. Yes, we went to Disney this past weekend. Um, we went to go check out the Tron Legacy preview. Uh, no, Tron likes Light Cycle Run. Yeah, you don't have to say all that. People know what you're talking about when you say Tron Light Cycle. Because that <laughs> Light title, Cycle, not Life Cycle. I said Light Cycle. Did you? I did. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Did Mr. Savvy make you hear something else? (laughs) Probably. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we headed over to Orlando um, with some family. Mm -hmm. And one of them was able to get a preview for Tron Legacy. Light cycle run. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) But while we were there, we decided to try to get on some things that we haven't done. Mm -hmm. We haven't been to Disney in a while. Mm, Yeah, since the COVID preview, Mm. I think. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Remember Magic Kingdom when they first opened after being closed? I think that's the last time we went. So we started the day off at Hollywood Studios. We rode on Mickey and Minnie's. Wait, pause. When we're pausing. Because let's talk about Walt Disney World making people walk in the sun from the parking lot to the entrance. Okay. Go off. It was hot. Okay. And it's not even summer right now. And they ain't running trams at certain parks. And Hollywood Studios is one of them. So you park and... But fucking Egypt in the parking lot. And then they like, you got to walk to the front entrance. Now, I'm not trying to be a fat ass and not want to walk because I, I don't mind walking. But I don't want to walk in some hot ass asphalt. And it's like 90 degrees outside. I I mean, it, at least it wasn't as far as it could have been. Oh, thank you for allowing me to see the half, the glass half full. <laughs> it was hot. That's what I'm here for. Run your fucking trams. Yes, you charging. I mean, I was blessed not to have to pay, but you charging the rest of this world $150 some dollars to get into these parks. 
And yes, once inside, you got to walk. But damn, I got to walk from the parking lot in this hot ass asphalt. There ain't no air conditioning. There ain't no shade. Like at least in the park, I could find some shade. I'm like, ooh, let me jump in this Starbucks or ooh, let me jump in this bathroom. Ooh, let me just jump in this gift shop. Hot. Fine. It's hot. Yes, it was. It's hot. These people need their trams back. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for stepping on that soapbox. I am advocating trams. for you Disney folk. Anyway, <laughs> um, we went over and got on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail. Did I get that right? I don't know. I don't know like why f- these titles are so It has long. 15 names as well. <laughs> Um, we waited about over an, an hour, hour, over an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. Over an hour, an hour and some change. It was close to 80 minutes. <laughs> Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got on the ride. We went through the, we did a little cue show. That was cute. The screen like exploded and like it became the doorway that you walked through. Very innovative. Um, the ride, for those of you who don't know, used to be the great movie ride mm-hmm. where you would hop on this car, a car, cart, a moving vehicle, a moving vehicle. And you would go through different scenes of movies, movies old movies, black and white movies. Um, the cast got into it. Yeah, it was like, really it was a fun ride. Yeah, there was like a um, a scene where. Bank robbery, mm-hmm. and then there's one with the Wizard of Oz. Yes, where the cast gets involved and all that. So yeah, hey, I actually like that ride. I do too. So, but Disney wanted to upgrade. Baby, let me upgrade. <laughs> and I have to say, I love the ride. It is a very fun ride. Um, I love how it looks like a living cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, the use of projectors on top of props on top of screens mixed with like live action animatronics like it all came together to form a very very cool ride yeah i thought it was very nice um i had been looking forward to that ride when it was announced and then i just never got the opportunity to go but it was a really really cute ride like for adults i thought it was cute yeah it was the technology was nice I thought it was going to follow like the great movie ride, the whole train together, but the train like splits apart. Yes. And it kind of like does its own thing. And <laughs> that was really, really cool. Um, at one point, I'm like, we're moving a little faster than I wanted to on <laughs> this ride. Um, but really, really a cute ride. Good enough for kids and, and adults. But like you said, I like the storyline and how they kept it exciting. It wasn't just. You know, like the younger kid rides tend to just go through. Yeah. Very slowly. But this one had its moments where you kind of spin it around. And yeah, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, so that was good. That, that was a good time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think that's, that's all we did in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And then we left. Yeah, we had to go to the Magic Kingdom for the VIP exclusive of the Tron light cycle run. The VIP exclusive. So we took the monorail from Hollywood Studios to Disney's Epcot. And the monorails is raggedy. Wait, what? I said something wrong. We drove to the to the transportation center. Wait, wait. And then took the monorail. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, because you said we took the monorail. I got ahead of myself. Sure did. Go ahead. We drove from Hollywood Studios to the Magic Kingdom. The day, the day was just filled with so much magic. But they um, at least had trams there. So we drove the Magic Kingdom. Magic <laughs> Kingdom is running their trams because their parking lot's even further away from the freaking ticket entrance. But anyways, we got there. They have VIP signs, so I felt kind of special because we were going to VIP line, you know, <laughs> VIP, 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 eh. Um, and then we took the monorail to the Magic Kingdom. Um, I had a child practically sitting on my lap. Um, <sighs> and I was very bothered, but in an effort to not create a scene, 
um, because I was a guest. <laughs> I let the child just sit there and rub whatever the hell was on her hand <laughs> on my pants. Well, I was standing and the other child beside that child kicked me in the back of my leg. Here's my thing. Okay. <laughs> Y'all need to watch your motherfucking kids. Well, that's the thing. They had three kids and she had a baby. So she was holding the baby Mm -hmm. and not watching the other kids. And daddy Mm -hmm. had the stroller. No, Mm -hmm. they had four kids. They had four kids. One was like a teenager. Yeah. They won't help in nothing. No. And the dad had that big ass stroller. Girl. Watch your motherfucking kids. I'm sorry. Y'all want to protect the children, have the children. Watch your motherfucking kids. Going into a public place is not a freedom to let your kids run around and touch other people. Okay? Because I don't know what she had in her hand. And I kept using hand sanitizer. But therapy allowed me to get through that. Anyways, we arrive to the glorious magic kingdom where dreams come true. We go through the VIP line. We walk through the park. We go into Tomorrowland. And then there's another VIP entrance. We go through the VIP he entrance. He loves saying VIP, y'all. <laughs> um, and finally, here it was. Uh, Tron, after being announced. 20 years ago. 2017. I think <laughs> Tron is about to open. It's not yet yeah, open. But April. April 4th, I believe. Yeah. Uh, they'll do a magical revealing. I'm sure the Tron characters will be there. There'll be fireworks. Mickey will probably be dressed as one. It's going to be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you to our VIP that allowed us in because um, I probably won't go back. Um, I can't imagine how long that line's going to be. Yeah, because by the time we got out of the ride, like when we got in line for the ride, it was it was long, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. I think we waited maybe thirty ish. Yeah, maybe thirty minutes. The, the bad part that was in the sun. Yes, half of that was part in the sun, it. and currently Disney has no fans out there. They have some very limited umbrellas and. You, we getting, I mean, it's already toasty here. We're getting right. to summer, and I really hope they have a plan to to put some fans out there. I mean, once you get past that part and get through the actual, like, line. Yeah, the canopy area, they had some huge industrial fans. Yeah, that part was nice, it's and nice. it was in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> but the other part, I was just like, oh, I'm toasty, and I am dripping where I shouldn't be. <laughs> So we walked through the queue. The queue was really cute. Um, If you know anything about Tron, either the original one, this new one, like it's very neon lights and black backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And so the queue think the same thing. There's lots of neon blue going on, on black backgrounds, different patterns. Team blue. Um, You walk into... A showroom, I guess. We are um, being digitized. Well, yes, where you're being digitized. And there's this giant screen in front of you. And they go through the whole process thing. And then the screen goes transparent. So it's and like glass. See, yeah, you can see the coaster. Yeah, so then you could see... I'm sorry, the bikes. The bikes <laughs> um, ahead of you. So that was a really cool, like, little tidbit. I thought it was cool, but I also was like... Pre-show. I was like, I'm a little confused that it happened so fast. (laughs) It did happen very quickly. Um, But I I guess it's just a way to put some space in between the line. Right. Yeah. Because that whole pre-show was maybe 10 seconds. Yeah, it was very very quick. And Um, they were only using one side. There's another side. Oh, yeah, 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 true. So, but yeah, yeah, it was, um, that was cool. And then you go into the actual... Another piece of the queue, I guess. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. It's like you said, it has all the lights and the circle thing. Oh, my goodness. Jesus, that scared me. <laughs> Oof. Yes, it has a bunch of lights and um, transparent glass. And as you're walking, it goes in like a square. Um, and as you're walking, if you look down, that's where the coaster actually has its first launch. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that you're in the queue. You get to see the coaster pull up, stop, 
they do the countdown and then they launch off. Yeah. And then you go around the corner and then you're into this hallway where there's maybe two lines uh, up and down. Up, down, and or down, up, and down, (laughs) whatever. Um, And there's video monitors in there, and there's an Android like lady um, telling you about the ride, telling you about the lockers, um, telling you about your team, and just basically giving you the the story. But yeah, if if you bring bags and stuff, they have lockers that are free of charge. It's kind of like the, I think it's free. Oh, shit. Yeah, you have to use your magic band or your, um, your app entry card. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they're not charging for those. No, no, no. It's kind of, I think, like Jurassic Park at Isles of Adventure. Yeah. Where they have the mandatory lockers, but they're free. Yeah. And also they had on the cycles themselves a little compartment in the front where you could put your phone or your I sunglasses. <laughs> Manny didn't trust it. And so... He, I was going to put my phone in there, but then he scared me. So, like, I left my phone in the locker. Oh, so I scared all three of you. You did. Because they showed you, like, you can take your phone into the queue. Yeah, you can take your phone, your wallet, maybe your keys. You can put it in that and, little compartment. Yeah, there's a little compartment right in front of you that you can put it in, and the little plate thing comes down on it. And, like, the the ride doesn't go upside down, so there's no reason for this little compartment to open. Well, if you trusted it so much, you could have taken your phone. I mean, the next time, if there is a next time that we get on it, you put it in that locker. You had about 10 percent of doubt. And that's why you put it in the locker. (laughs) You was like, I didn't put my phone in there. But you are an individual. You could have taken your phone on there. And we saw it fly through the life cycle run. I would have just been looking at you like, well, I told you so. (laughs) Could, but I did. Anyway, um, once you get past the lockers. It's your time to get in line. Yes. And there's two launching pads. Yes, there was two. So even though the line was kind of long, I felt like it did. It moved pretty quickly. It moved. Like, I think they know how to load it and get it out. Yeah. Now, the thing that you may have heard about or may not have heard about is that people of a bigger size or a little plus might not be able to get onto Tron or they have difficulty uh, with the way that the safety bars come down on Tron. I mean, it's not even if you're like, if you have some huge ass calves, you may have trouble getting yeah. on the ride. Right. Um, because so, you, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, you literally have to kneel. Yes. Then bend forward and, and then, then pull, pull back. back. And that puts like this restraint around your leg. Yeah. So when you're in the queue, they explain this over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, There have been some issues with certain people. Um, They do have some test seats Mm -hmm. in the front that they suggest you try out so that you don't have trouble when you get onto the actual ride. Mm -hmm. Um, But we saw one lady, she had a little bit of issue Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like we saw a YouTube as well that said that you know it might be how you're how you're kneeling, bending into the ride that you may actually fit in it. It's just you're not positioned right toward that, right? And that's it, what she was doing. And eventually, she did get locked. Now, yeah, just if because you don't fit in the tester doesn't mean you can't ride. There are um ADA seats, ADA seats that they'll allow you to ride. Uh, which doesn't require you to do the whole kneel forward lock. Yeah, it's like a regular seat. <laughs> right, with a lap bar and everything. So definitely you can get on it and experience it. But if you have concerns, I would recommend doing the tester first. So you don't, at least for me, I know I would be embarrassed as fuck. Like, And that's just my anxiety. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm holding up this right. <laughs> and even going into it, I was like, I think I'm going to hold up this right. <laughs> um so if you have any concern, do the tester. There's a cast member there. Um, they can help you out. And then, you know, if you know, you know. And then you can just say what seat you need and you won't have to go through the everybody's looking at you. you know? Right. And I think this ride is going to feel different depending on, like, body types. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm six foot one. So... I didn't have an issue with the calf part. I just felt like 
where the cushion that pushed against my stomach was. Mm -hmm. I felt like either I needed to move up a little bit or down a little bit. I can't tell you which one. Mm -hmm. uh, because I felt like the the top part, the curvature towards the top part was digging into me. Mm -hmm. um, another thing, I would not get on this ride with a full stomach. Oh, That's yeah. just me, though. Yeah, because it's going to tighten you up in there. Yeah, because you, you're you're basically, your belly is laying on a, I would say, a piece of cushion. Yeah. Right? And then there's a back piece that comes on your back, mm -hmm. and you're kind of hunched, leaning forward. Right. It's like you're on a motorcycle. Yeah. Very uncomfortable motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the position wasn't bad. Like... I was comfortable during the ride. It was just that, like, I could feel the pressure of the cushion right. thing pushing into my torso. Got it. Um, I'm short, so I didn't feel any of that. That's what I mean. <laughs> different body types might feel different on this ride. But as for the ride itself, like, once we got on, we went around the corner to the launch thing. And I was actually surprised by how fast it was. Yeah, it was a nice launch. And... That's the part that as you go up the ride, you'll see the coaster is outside. Mm -hmm. um, that's the part you see. You go out the launch, you go through the outside portion of the coaster that you can see from outside in the queue area, and then it goes into a show building. Yes. Um, there were some cool things inside the... Yes, the launch was cool. It, it's very un-Disney. Rock and roller coaster is probably... Um, the closest. Yeah, I've told people that it's like a mix of rock and roller coaster and Space Mountain. Yeah. Maybe even a little mummy with some of the storytelling. With inside. some of the things that happen inside, yes. Yeah. Once you go into show building, you're racing, essentially. Right. And I, I assume those were monitors that they're using or some kind of LED screens. Yeah, that was the cool part because you're on Team Blue. And then there's three other teams, Team Red, Orange, and Green. Sure, we'll go with that. I think so. So as you are, like, you have to go through eight um, gates, they call them. Um, so as you go into the show building, you go through a gate, and then you're, like, zipping around, whipping around, and you can see the other teams also racing yeah. from time to time. And I thought that was really cool the way they did it. Yeah, like the first one I saw, which was yeah. orange, I thought that was another train. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that would be cool to do, but sounds expensive. Right. So, but then you were like, it's a monitor. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but that's the good, that's the that's the thing about it being in the dark mostly. Mm -hmm. Like those things really stand out because again, Tron is all about neon lights. Right. And so the the all the lights from the other team colors you could really see it right and, and they were like speeding by you yeah so it looked like you were definitely phew. yeah um the the ones towards the end though you could really tell they were led screens and i was like okay yeah <laughs> we got a little cheap down here <laughs> but i mean overall it was cute it was short it was it short very short it was short but fun it was fun i've seen some people not excited with that. Like they expected more out of just, you know, YouTube people I've seen expected more out of the ride, especially it's been in development for so many years. Forever. And it has a large footprint at Magic Kingdom. It does. Um, I think it's a good addition to the park. Uh, Magic Kingdom, you know, is mostly known for kitty rides. I wouldn't say kid rides, but just more tame rides. Kitty rides. Yeah. <laughs> Find kid rights. Um, so I think it's a new addition, a good addition to their coasters. Uh, it is not uh, earth shattering coaster. It is no. not Iron Guazi at Bush Gardens. It's just a nice it's addition. Thrilling to, enough. Right. It's a nice addition to the park. It's exciting. I don't know who actually likes Tron, um, but if you're out there, um, let me know. Um, but I, I think people will just go because of the ride, not so much the theming behind it. I mean, it looks cool at night. Yeah, I was, I was a little bummed when I could see it at night. but Also, I night, didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there at night either <laughs> because of all the fireworks and all that crap. But at night, is all blue. It is really cool. The bikes light up. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the, the canopy, the lights move with the bike. So it just 
it adds an extra element to it. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend writing it at night or getting your reservation, as Disney calls it, for the night. For later in the evening. Yes. Um, but before you eat. <laughs> yes. That's just my recommendation. Do do what you want. Do you? Um, but yeah, I I just would not get on it with the full stomach. Yeah. <laughs> But definitely uh, when it opens April 4th, if you have an annual pass or you're planning a trip to Disney World, definitely check it out. It's worth checking out. It um, is. But don't go in with the expectation that it's going to be uh, Jurassic Park over at, um, I don't know what the ride's called, but that new coaster. Oh, Velocicoaster. Veloc- it's not Velocicoaster, y'all. Mm. Not at all. Um, it's not Rip It, Ride It, Rock It. At Universal either. <laughs> um, it's just a nice, fun ride. And I feel like Disney needed that oomph. They did. Magic Kingdom has a lot of classic rides. Um, you know, the mountains. We got them all. Space, mm-hmm. Thunder. Well, Splash is shut down right now, but you know. Because it's going down the bayou. Mm, woke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like this is a good addition, especially in Tomorrowland. Um, where are you really have is Space Mountain. Yeah, Space Mountain Buzz Lightyear. And the and People Mover. What, oh, and the what Astro did they turn Orbiter. Stitch into? It's closed. Oh, boo. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. The Laughing Floor. <laughs> I haven't been in there probably since the first time. Right. We went in the um in the carousel of progress oh, oh how can i forget the class i do love the carousel of progress so there's nothing wrong with the carousel every progress. time i get on i'm like y'all really need to update this last scene <laughs> they do like would... stop putting in like a new flat screen tv like just update <laughs> the entire thing to look futuristic right because right now it's not it's looking like 2015 in there <laughs> 2015 with some bootleg um um call and response thing (laughs) like i don't want to say the g word because she started talking last time but it it just needs to be updated yeah but yes go check out tron light cycle run when it opens april 4th at um disney's magic kingdom i'm not getting paid to say that um but (laughs) definitely check it out i thought it was a cool ride but going with moderate expectations it's not going to be uh, an earth-shattering coaster. At the end of the day, it has to meet the family values. Yeah, of the. But you'll have fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. I would have gotten on again if the line was longer. Yeah, by the time we got out and we looked at the line, we was like, oh no, because they told us we could ride again, but we had to get back in line. Right. And it was like, eh, you know what? I think I'm good because yeah, the, <laughs> the big line was out in the sun. Yes. <laughs> um. So we went all the way to the magic lands of Magic Kingdom to just ride Tron. Um, and then we got on the monorail, Monorail, which, did I say it, is raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to the Ticket and Transportation Center because Walt Disney thought it would be fun to park in a far parking lot, take a tram to the Ticket and Transportation, and then take a monorail to get all the way to the theme park. Um, I absolutely hate that about Epcot and Magic Kingdom. They are the ones that Magic I can, Kingdom, not Epcot. Oh, well, well, yeah, true. Because yeah. I can drive to Epcot and park in the parking right. lot. Magic Kingdom, yes. I despise that being the last park of the day because <laughs> at the end of the night, everybody's it's rushing, hell. trying to get on the monorail. Or trying to get on the boat, and it's just pandemonium. And I hate it because I have to take this monorail back to the transportation center and then get on a tram to get to my car. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, you did a lot of great things, Walt, but that nobody needed that much that magic. I'm not here for. Nobody, you could have emitted that whole fucking lake. <laughs> I can't. But anyways, uh, we arrived at the Ticket and Transportation Center, and then we had to change monorails to get onto the Epcot line. <laughs> Thankfully, no children were sitting on me in both of those experiences. True. Um, so we rode to Epcot on the monorail, which I haven't done in many years. I don't know if I've ever done it. I know I probably have We've done, done it. it once. But I didn't remember it. I 
didn't remember that the monorail like went through the park as you mm-hmm. approached oh, the Epcot, station. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You can see the people. and Yeah, I, I realized Epcot has an abandoned pavilion. Mm. It's just sitting there. Like, like, not like okay sitting there. Like, it looked <laughs> like a fucking jungle. <laughs> I'm like, what are you guys doing? I'm sure they're going to turn it into something. <laughs> I'm sure, but damn, it looked terrible. Like, well, we saw Moana being built. Yes, the water of Moana. It's a walkthrough. I, yeah. Uh, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool from the outside. It's a nice addition, again, <laughs> to the park. It does not, it's not a thrilling ride, but... Um, it's not even a ride. So it's not a ride. It's, it's a like- walkthrough. <laughs> but I'm sure they'll find a way to, like, Use some kind of band to play games in there and charge you forty five ninety nine, mm. uh, and people will buy it. So we went to Epcot. We really wanted to get on Guardians, but um, there were no available reservations or Lightning lanes to, available. We had to pay for Lightning, and then by the time we decided to, it was gone. Yeah, and it was even then it was like a seven something. Yeah, I think it was like 7.55 was the one they had left. Yeah, damn near park closing. Yeah, so. Um, but we decided to go eat lunch. Yeah. In Japan. In Japan. Japan, Japan, Japan. We went to the Teppan Ido. Teppan Ido. Teppan Ido. Mm-hmm. I said that right? It sounded right to me. Uh, which is the <laughs> Hibachi House. Um, that they have at Epcot. So if you've been to Epcot and you didn't know that, yeah, they have hibachi. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you make your reservations. Um, it's just like you would do at home <laughs> if you have like Kobe's or anything like that. Right. Um, they sit you with uh, other folk. Other families. Other families that are in traditional values. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to our last pod if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, and I was, it was good. It was good. I expensive as fuck. It was expensive. And we were doing the lunch, not the dinner. Yeah, we were doing lunch, not dinner. Yeah. Like we got squeezed in there. Um, it was cool though. The chef, uh, that came out, she was, she was fine. She was fine. Um, (laughs) she made, she made an Olaf out of onions and a carrot. And she sung a song, or his In Summer song. Yeah. And then he died. He died. <laughs> she chopped him up. It was fun. It was a good time. Um, she I had, had a lot of cute jokes. She did. We weren't seated with maybe the most thrilling people. Mm. Um, <laughs> even at that. But it um, was like, oh, they set these cultured people with us. Yeah, there, there was a lot of culture that showed up to the table. <laughs> they were not... <laughs> Ready for it. I mean, hey, go ahead. And I just felt like they kept staring at us as they were eating. And I'm like, bitch, I'm just here to eat my meal. Just right. Eat your nasty ass sushi. <laughs> uh, no offense to those who love sushi or countries that follow. I'm just, I can't eat sushi, y'all. It just makes me want to throw up. And I'm sorry. That's just all seafood in general. It's not just sushi. It's just all seafood in general. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I felt judged. I felt judged when we sat down. I'm like, y'all ain't dressed cute anyway. So no, they were. They had done the race, obviously, because they were still. They were wearing, wearing their stupid ass race shirt, race attire, and their stupid ass medal. <laughs> I'm like, did you want us to applaud for you? Like, I'm here to eat my food. Okay, Lord. Anyway, this lady, the chef, cooks um, veggies. Mm-hmm. Um, I got chicken and shrimp. You I got, got chicken and steak. Mm-hmm. And you know, for it's a, them just to use salt and pepper. <laughs> the food was good. Oh my god, I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, we're just salt, pepper, and salt, and pepper. Soy that's sauce. all we need. Bro. Salt, pepper, soy sauce. Okay, <laughs> but the yum yum sauce was good. You know what? I looked up yum yum sauce because I had to know what was it's in it. Mayonnaise. And obviously, mayonnaise is yeah. in it. They sell it in the store. <sighs> but it was it was okay. Like I I didn't mind it. It was good. I dipped my chicken and my shrimp in it. It was, it was good. Did you like the other one? Or was it like a ginger? I did. I did like the ginger one. I didn't really like the ginger. You did? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the yum yum. I think I like the ginger better than the yum yum. Well, opposites attract. True. You also said two things. 
Well, she can't have the yum yum sauce, or, oh, she, right. or she's gonna have yum yum runs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's gonna appreciate you saying that. Um, um, but it was really good. It was a nice experience. The food was good. Um, besides the four other bitches that were at the table, Ooh. but um, besides that, I just blocked it out and enjoyed the the, the chef and her joke. The food was good. It was good. We had good food and good entertainment, and they sell Coke products. Absolutely. <laughs> I had a, no, I went for water because they only had Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. I'm like, how y'all not got no Coke Zero? <laughs> Disney, yeah, I don't know why here I'm Coke getting back Zero. on my soapbox. Okay. Disney, you have a multi-million dollar account with the Coca-Cola company. Coke Zero is one of the top selling zero sugar products. Why the fuck did you go with Diet Coke? <laughs> Why? Why? It's, it's disgusting. Diet yeah. Coke is gross. And I'm not sorry if you like it. I don't like it. <laughs> so after that, we decided to go do Remy's because that's yet another ride we have not done mm-hmm. at Disney. Remy's. Uh, Remy's is based on... A rat. The... <laughs> A rat. Uh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. The movie Ratatouille. Ratatouille. And it's in the pavilion of France. In France. So we hopped in line. The line was a little thick. It was 90 minutes. And, you know. I'm here to provide factual times. But, you know, we had a good time. The line was moving steady. We was conversating. We're talking about cruises. Yeah. Spain. Um, So we got to the inside part. Mm-hmm. We got a girl. We could, we can touch the ride. That's how close we were. <laughs> we could touch it. I could touch it. And then an announcement came on saying that they were having some technical issues and they were trying to get the ride back up as soon as possible. So everybody in the queue kind of just like, okay, that's fine. People sat on the floor and mm-hmm. you know got in their phones. The message would pop up every now and then. <laughs> hey, girls, we still work, working on it. Um, hope to have it up soon. We was she like, was okay. very loud. She was. <laughs> um, and then before you know it, the line started moving. We was like, uh-huh. okay, let's go. We're doing this. And then the line stopped. Mm-hmm. And then the you know, lights came on. on. And we was like, oh, this isn't a good sign. And the people we were with, VIP Disney folks. Uh, noticed the lights came on and that was a bad, bad, a bad omen. <laughs> um, and sure enough, the ride were broken and they were emptying the queue. But then somebody else came on and was like, the ride's coming back up, stay in the queue. And I was just like, wait, wait, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, it was there was some confusion there because it was like the ride will be back. Somebody said 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, we can wait 10 minutes. We've already been here for 80 plus minutes. Yeah. So then people in the line were like, do we wait? Do we go? Do we leave? What are we doing? And we just sat there because one, we didn't really have anywhere to go. I mean, we could have went around the people in front of us, I guess, if we wanted to get out. Yeah. But, we could have gone out. But I'm just like, we waited all this time. Might as yeah. well. And then they were just like, just kidding. Everybody get out. <laughs> so I saw the rats. But did not get to experience. Yeah, we literally turned a corner and there were the the ride vehicles. Yeah. So didn't get to experience that. So maybe in three or four years, I'll experience it. (laughs) Um, But by then, I was just exhausted. I'm like, I'm not built for Disney. Yeah, by this time, it was around six or seven. Yeah, close to seven. My back was on fire. Yeah, I forget, like, how much of a toll the parks can take on you. And we only did, like, a couple of rides. Like, I can't I can't imagine, like, staying in one park for, like, a few hours and then going to another park and staying there for a few hours. I'm like, not built for that shit anymore. Plus, I didn't have my medication with me. So, <laughs> I, my patience was also running thin. Yeah, it's a lot of people. I do enjoy people watching. It is one of my favorite things to do. At parks, and there was a lot to see. Yes, both good and bad. But um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, it 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 takes a toll on you. It does. It does. No, 
I mean, drink lots of water, y'all. Hydrate. Hydrate. Which we did, but I was just like, all this walking and standing is just not good for my back. Yeah. So I'm not built for Disney anymore. I'm not built for any of these goddamn parks anymore, <laughs> honestly. Like last time we went to Halloween Horror Nights, I was like, this, I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. Oh, well. But that was our trip to Disney. It was. It was. It was a fun day, though. It was a fun day. It was just very tiring, and I rewarded myself with a giant ice cream. Mm-hmm. You did. I did. Oh, and I got a Wakanda Forever shirt. Oh, you did get a Wakanda Forever. Yeah, Epcot has this ginormous merchandise store now. Yeah. I'm like, you could put a ride in here or something. <laughs> uh, Spaceship Earth looks really cool. They've added oh, yeah, the a lights. light thing to the entire globe. And if you follow us on social, we've posted about it. Also on YouTube, we posted our Tron video if you wanted to check it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was a really good addition to Spaceship Earth. It was really cool. Yeah, I love the way the lights change, different patterns, different colors, like a blend. Like, it was real cool. That's cool. And I think they do like little shows or something like they do with the projections at Magic Kingdom. I could be wrong on it. I don't know. Um, But yeah, that was our trip. I called it a fantastic nightmare because there was too many people. There was children on me and my back hurt. And I waited in line very, very long. And I don't like to wait in line. (laughs) (laughs) But that brings us to our corners do you want to go first or do you want me to go first um i i can go first if you unless you want to go first. i don't care oh okay well don't care then um okay hey everyone welcome to my corner All right, y'all. So today, I am going to just have a little heart-to-heart with y'all. Like I said in the beginning, I have been going through some mental health issues um, over the past couple of weeks. Things that I have worked through using my tools from therapy, having a session with my therapist, and, you know, just... Deep diving into feelings, because that's what feelings. therapy is about. So go ahead and pick up your feelings. Um, so I was trying to think, like, what has resonated with me lately? And something that Manny posted on our couple's Instagram. <gasps> oh, my God, I... I influence us? Has... Yes, bitch. Has kind of aligned the stars for me. Mm-hmm. So um, he posted a post from the Laws of Attraction that says, One day you will wake up and there won't be any more time to do the things that you've always wanted to do. Do it now. So that resonates with me for a couple of reasons. One, since I was younger, um, you know... <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm not old. Uh, (laughs) You know, I would say high school, college days, like I was a big procrastinator. And sometimes I could still be a big procrastinator now. Like I know the things that I want to do. And, you know, sometimes I would put them off. Um, One, either because I feel like I'll get to it eventually. And that's what most of us say. And two, because... Uh, a big one that I have issue with sometimes is fear. And I've said this before, not to y'all, but <laughs> y'all can hear it now. Um, sometimes fear can hold you back from doing the things that you want to do. Because us as humans, as people, we fear the unknown. So sometimes we're afraid to step outside our comfort zones to do something. We're afraid of rejection. Um, We're afraid of success sometimes. And Mm -hmm. so 
what I want to say today in my in my corner is to sometimes you have to put fear aside um, to get to the next level, to get to the place that you want to be. You have to put that aside. And the reason why what that quote, how that quote resonated with me is because I think a lot about the people that I have lost or people that we have lost. Um, Today, I got a call from my mom, like before this podcast, uh, letting me know that my uncle had passed away. Um, He had cancer, um, had beaten that, was in remission, and today he fell and had a heart attack. I know that Manny has also had a recent death in his family. So those things just push and motivate to push and motivate me to do the things that I said that I'm going to do. And that was also a thing today with my therapist, pushing me to do something that I said that I was going to do. And I have kind of been putting it off and pushing me and pushing myself to do those things. So I'm just going to leave you with that this week. Um, If you've been putting something off that you really wanted to do, like we wanted to do this podcast so long ago and we just (laughs) did not do it. And then finally, we, we just got that push. And I'm glad that we did because I feel like it has strengthened our relationship as well as the relationship that we have with the people around us that support and listen to us. And, you know, it's a good feeling to know that someone is out there listening and maybe getting something out of our silliness sometimes <laughs> or the the politics or the news and stuff that we bring some some levity, levity to. So whatever is out there for you that you've been putting off that you are like, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Don't put it off anymore. Go out and do it. And don't let fear stop you. That's my corner. Yay, Naomi claps. Naomi claps. So we're getting a Model X. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, No, nobody said anything about it. I said fear, not money. But you said put, don't, don't put, don't put off things we should be doing. (laughs) I'm just following what you said. Mm -hmm, But you will need to put some money behind that one. Okay. Well, I guess I tried. (laughs) Hey, boy, thanks for nothing. What is your corner about? Sure. So step into my world slash corner. I thought I'd keep it simple because every time I tried to get creative, I just fucked up the intro. So mine is to bring positive news today. I've been trying to do that lately because there's so many negative things in the world. Um, You just open up Google or MSN search engine and it's just the end of the world, according to them. So I wanted to talk about a story that involves recycling materials. And somebody doing good in their community. This particular story comes to us from Denver, Colorado. <clears throat> Lauren Boper. Um, she's a travesty to Denver, Colorado, or Colorado in general. Anyways, so this is a positive story about a man that's doing good in his community. Again, he comes from Denver. Um, and it all started when he saw a woman's um, at a bus stop, he realized that particular stop had no um, bench for people who were waiting for the bus. We're talking about city bus here. Um, and he was quoted saying in a story to CBS, a woman was waiting for the bus sitting in the dirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. That's not dignified at all. So he decided to do something about it. He decided to uh, build a bench. He decided to use materials that are being thrown out at a construction facility. Um, he grew around. He grew up around his dad, who built homes, so he knew how to use the power tools. And he decided to just make a bench for that uh, particular stop. 
he then took the bench and he put it at the stop. Um, and then as of now, he has built eight additional benches. Oh, wow. His story has also allowed other people to now be motivated to do something. Like some people have taken out like lawn chairs that they don't use anymore and lined them up against uh, the bus stop area. So he's kind of created a little movement in the community to do some good. He also stencils or burns into each bench the phrase, be kind. So every bench says, be kind on them where he puts them. So he just wanted to spread a little positivity and do something good for his community. Uh, James Warren is his name. The full story will be in our description. Um, he said, according to him, he will continue until he's told to stop. The city hasn't told him to stop. I mean, why would they? Because it's like they're getting a free resource. But Right. Um, but I mean, there could be some legalities there and safety. And all True. That. But um, he says he's going to keep doing it and doing what he can for his city. And as long as they don't say anything, he'll keep building them. So a story of recycling materials and doing good in the community. We need so much more of that kindness. Yeah. I can't build a fucking bench, so I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um. I can put some lawn chairs out there for sure. I mean, there's a bus stop by us. There's no, there's nothing to sit there. Yeah, there's and either no one of them. It. No, it's just a, you staying here. Yeah, you staying here, and there's no yeah rain or shine, honey. You staying <laughs> here. Well, that's my corner. I thought it was a cute story, and I'm gonna try to always bring a positive spin into my corner, <laughs> even well. Our issue on the table wasn't negative today, but. Except my issue with parents and not watching their kids. <laughs> but that's normal. It happens in airports, theme parks, planes, cruise ships. Um, people board things and they're like, oh, I don't have to watch my child anymore. Right. We're safe here. So, yeah. Does that bring us to the end of this pod? It does. What's your last word this week? You know, I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have one. I won't say looking forward to the weekend because I say that too Mm -hmm. much. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? You did. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, just I'm happy to spend time with family and loved ones. How about that? Spending time with you. Nothing better. Nothing better than. How about you? Nothing better than. Spending. Time with you. That's all. I hope she does it for you on tour. She probably won't. I'll be so disappointed. Is that a song she normally sings? No. Um, I think she has done it on one of the tours, but I don't. Yeah, know I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> Whatever. She ain't got no no music out. She might as well do it. Um, my last word for the week. <laughs> my last word is just to piggyback off your uh my quote that I posted from another site that you have now used in your corner. <laughs> hey, look, that's you spread the love. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Um, I think that that's, that's a focus of mine this, this year. That's kind of like my last word for today is I'm glad we're living into that quotes and, and planning not only this year, but um, finally that trip <laughs> we've been putting off um, to finally go overseas. Yeah, do something overseas. So, overseas. So that is my last word. I'm happy we're living into the quote I posted on our social and hoping it inspires others. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode, sponsored by nobody. <laughs> sponsored by us. <laughs> I'm gonna work on those. Um, we're gonna work on those (laughs) but if you're new here and you just found us randomly and you're like well i wonder if these guys have social well we do yep you can follow us on instagram at moss underscore podcast or on twitter and tiktok moss underscore podcast 22 and you can email us with any questions, concerns, suggestions at mannyandshawn at gmail.com. M-A-N-N-Y-A-N-D-S-H-A-W-N. 
And complaints. Please send your complaints. No, you can keep that. We'll make sure to thoroughly back <laughs> Um We also stream our podcast on YouTube. It's just audio. No, you don't get to see our beautiful faces. I mean, sometimes you do. True. Just not on the podcast, usually. (laughs) Uh, But we do stream all our episodes on there. YouTube.com backslash at Moss Podcast. That's also where you can see our video of Tron Light Cycle Run. We also did a video on Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Mm -hmm. Insert whatever other words I Um, But PodFam, don't forget to follow us on your favorite platform to receive alerts alerts when our new episode is out the quickest way to find us is typing in manny and sean m-a-n-n-y and s-h-a-w-n yep and don't forget to write a review and rate us on those platforms that helps our pod grow it's definitely the easiest way to support besides listening yes (laughs) and And, telling a friend and tell a friend and to have that friend tell a friend. And as we say here on the Moss Podcast, <laughs> do something good for yourself. Then do something good oh, for, for someone, someone else. else. Building a bench. I'm, he did something good he for did so something. many people. It was a cute bench, too. There's a picture on the, on the story, which will be in the description of our podcast. So check it out. Yeah. Well, folks, we are out of here. It's Friday. It is almost nine o'clock. We had some technological, <laughs> technological. Oh my god, some technical difficulties. We had some technical difficulties, but we did not shut down like Disney. We <laughs> powered through and we made it work. Yes. Well, we hope everyone has a wonderful week. Whenever you hear this day, weekend, nights, and we will catch you on the next one. The next one. Nothing better than <laughs> Nothing better than Spending time with you Beautiful Bye Bye y'all